from Dallas, Texas. This is the Paul Not Podcast. I am your host, Paul, and welcome to another episode. Happy Pride Month, y'all. Uh, here we are when uh, all the corporations and all the world just come out to praise us with their rainbow uh, logos and, uh, you know, speaking of inclusion and all that jazz when we all know the truth these companies are nothing but trash and we know it but we can take it back take it back from them like we should demand discounts like we are homosexuals and if you all honor us then you give us some discounts not the straight people and definitely not the republicans just us that's what we do. ATT literally donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to uh, far-right, anti-gay Republicans. And then they want to come out this month and be like, hey, y'all, we see you. We see you. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. And I can't talk. I can't say shit because literally I've had ATT. It was my first cell phone. I I still have the same fucking plan I had when I was like fucking 16. So, I mean, what, what, what can you do? What can we do? Anyway, this weekend is Pride here in Dallas, and uh, which is fitting because when it was in September, it was kind of stupid, but it did make sense. Like I understand like where it all came from. And I did do uh, a podcast about it, like couple years ago about why it was in September and had to do with like the sodomy laws here in in Texas and like when they were like finally abolished it was like sometime in September or something so honestly I don't really remember um how it happened because in September they're not even like legislating but um it all kind of correlated together. Or or maybe it's in August. Fuck, I don't even know. Jesus, you'd think I'd come here with like some education. But not today. Not on that subject anyway. That's something I learned a long time ago and already forgot. But uh, yeah, so now, you know, Dallas has moved it to June. Which makes sense because it is Gay Pride Month. And... Dallas would be one of the larger southern gay uh, environments, I guess, is the word. So I think it makes sense. Now, I know that like San Fran or like somewhere on the West Coast, like they do a big one this weekend as well. But, you know, the thing is, fuck them. Like, this is Texas. Like, we do our own thing always about everything. Sometimes we're really extra. No, we're always really extra. And um, don't really give a fuck about anybody else. So here we are, doing Pride, celebrating it this weekend. I saw a meme earlier on uh, Reddit that said uh, something like, gay marriage has now been around longer than the Confederacy. Uh, Yes. So there you go. Like, the rainbow flag has literally been flown, well, I can't say longer, because there are still some racist fucktards in this country, uh, all over the place, not even just the South anymore, who still choose to raise that flag. And, and not only raise it, but, like, 
place it next to the actual American flag, you know, the party that won the war in this country. Like, just little, little FYI. And, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the education system is so bad that these people think that the Confederacy maybe be one. Maybe they honestly think, like, it. it's like their state flag or something. Like, I, I don't know, like, why else um, they would fly a loser flag. One more meme I saw earlier on Reddit was, um, which is... Like, I'm really starting to, like, fall in love with Reddit. Like, I've joined all of these uh, little groups, and uh, I'm finding it a lot less stressful than Twitter and a lot less, um, what is the word here, commercialized and polished the way that Instagram is. Like, actually, uh, like, I haven't been on Instagram, like, at all. Like, it, it kind of, like, bores me these days. Like, I check my messages and I reply back and forth and with those folks and everything but like I don't really scroll through the um through the photos anymore I never look at people's like live or whatever they're called on um on that like I'm pretty much all about TikTok and uh Reddit these days because I feel like their algorithms are way better at putting the stuff like the content that I want to see which is like uplifting which is like positive stuff uh to the top where Twitter I feel and I know it's because of the people I follow like I follow a lot of political people a lot of um advocates and of course those people are going to post a lot of like negative stuff especially in the political environment that we're living in right now it's it's you know it very uh, polarized. So I'm going to use that as a segue here to get into some politics here, here in this great state of Texas, where they say, don't thread on me. You know how it goes. And you know how I feel about it. But let's talk about this. So now, the thing is about Texas is that every single day there are people moving here. I was one of them several years ago. I moved here from a very progressive state in the Northeast. And uh, so I understand. Like, I understand. Like, they want to come down here or, like, if they want to leave the West Coast. Like, I understand. Like, Texas is, it has a big economy. You know, it's like the second largest economy in the country. <clears throat> so... When you're thinking about your future, like I did, and you want to leave the place that you're in because, you know, the winters are ridiculous, which is literally why I left, I thought to myself, like, where can I make a decent living while being warm? And Texas literally was the only option that I had. And... You know, being from the Northeast, like, there are a lot of jokes about Texas. And, like, when I told folks, and I think I've mentioned this before on the pod, like, when I told folks about, you know, moving to Texas, they were like, but, hello, like, you are not going to fit in at all. And I was like, you know what? You might be right. I probably am not going to fit in. And I took it off the table because I was listening to these folks. And 
and uh, and so instead, of, I said Georgia. I was like, let me go to Georgia then. <clears throat> like the economy isn't as ripe there, but there's definitely potential. And I went there. I went to Atlanta, and I was like, this, this is not at all what I thought it would be. Like seeing it on television because it's the only time I had ever really been. Uh, exposed to Georgia. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's a lot smaller than I thought. And it's just, it's just not, I, I'm just going to say it's not what I thought it was. So I took it off the table immediately. And I thought I will move to Austin. Like there were, uh, I had been seeing a lot of things about Austin growth at the time, like how Austin was uh, growing at like the biggest in, in the whole country. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, maybe that's something I could get onto. So I went there for a week. It wasn't for me. It was a lot smaller than I thought. And there was a lot of driving. And, and you know, from the Northeast, like I wasn't, ex- I didn't think about if I was to leave New York, like how was I going to, there's like public transportation doesn't, uh, it's not, it's so vital in that city. And, and as a child and as a teenager and, and through my 20s, like the subway ran on cue. Like it was, you could time it. It's garbage now, it's trash, complete trash. People don't give a fuck anymore about anything, apparently. But Austin is like built on a mountain or something and public transportation in Texas is trash. But I mean, any type of public civic service is trash here. Total trash. And so I took it off. So I went back home, was like, nope, cannot move to Austin. And then I went to a seminar in New York. And it was this man from Dallas. And he was talking about things like whatever the seminar was about it's not important (laughs) and let me go down there for a week and uh, I did and I fell in love with it like even though there was no public transportation and that really was unsettling to me um and it's so vast here like this whole you know area is is so vast like it's you know there's two cities and just this vast amount of space outside of it and like, there's no river separating it. There's no, um, like real boundaries. Like there, are these you know, these freeways or these tollways and um, highways. They they just go from one side to the next. Like, and you can just go everywhere. It it's just such a, a free uh, space, you know. So I spent a week here. I fell in love with it. And uh, a year later, I moved here because it took me a year, you know, to get everything situated for me to move down here because it was a big move, like a really large move. Like we're talking like, you know, over 1300 miles away from everything that I have known as a person. But when I got here, uh, people were very friendly to me. Uh, And then um, I remember being in a drug in a drugstore 
And uh, I was looking at my phone while I was in line, and the guy behind me started talking. I and I just assumed he was on his phone because, you know, like in the Northeast, like people don't just randomly talk to strangers. It's just not something that happens unless you're like at a dog park or you have kids, and you're at like a a kid park. It doesn't happen. Like, people don't just, like, you know, they're not at Dwayne Reed, uh, a drugstore, you know, casually chatting amongst each other, you know? Like, if somebody starts talking to you, it's like, what's their fucking angle and what do they want? Because they want something. But anyway, that's all digression. Let me get back on topic here. We're talking about the politics that are happening right now. You know, the Texas legislator has just... Uh, finished, they're done. And they have produced some of the most like conservative, far-right laws that this state has seen in, in years. And like, I bring this up because, like I said before I went on my digression, like Texas is everyday changing. And uh, it's changing in a more progressive way. Like people are waking up, you know, they're on social media and they're seeing like the real injustices that this country has and who has for years perpetuated them, which was our government. And then you see, you know, we have a two party system and you see one party trying to change all of that. And then you have this other party, Republicans, who are like, no, we're cool with the status quo. We like that. And so people are like choosing. They're like, you know what? Like, it's it's like me. I'm a white person. It's been great for me. Like, I've, I've had no real issues in my life unless they were like self-inflicted. But it's not like that for all of my friends. Like some people uh, have it really hard. Like some people like leave their house and they're instantly in fear. And being a compassionate person, a person with empathy, like I am not okay with that. Like it makes me uncomfortable to think that this is how they have to live. And I would much prefer that they wouldn't have to live like that. And so those are the kind of things that I strive for. Like, I would like to be in uh, a place where anybody, any creed, any religion, and any color can just literally leave their house and not give a fuck about the thoughts of, like, being murked if they get pulled over or... um, spit on while like grocery shopping or uh, told to turn their music down or leave the leave this public place because you know you're black and you make them uncomfortable or you're brown and you uh, are playing like Latin music like all of that stuff is like so offensive to people and um, you know it's it's like like as a white person like I can't fix that. Like, I can't fix it, but I can be an ally to the people who are in those places, who are in those places, and they need to uh, 
advocate for themselves and and I will be in the back screaming and when there is a police officer or somebody who has like these you know tendencies to be aggressive towards people of color like I will step to the front of the line and be there for them because it is my duty because that is the place that I want I want to erase all of that. And I understand, like, obviously it's not going to happen in my generation. If you're younger than me, it's probably not going to happen in your generation. Like, we're talking 200 years of oppression here. So let's talk about that oppression. This this legislator that we have right now, they have made abortion illegal they have tried to make it harder to vote for everybody, everybody, literally, especially, especially uh, black and brown people, because, I mean, we don't need y'all. Y'all don't need to vote, apparently. When the thing is, this state that we're living in is over 50% brown or black. Like, white people are the majority in Texas. And yet, when you look at the representative body, the people that govern, who are supposed to look like the state, they don't look like the state at all. The state is actually very young, too. And when you look at the folks who are governing, they're old, they're white, they're straight, and most of them are fucking ugly. And I know that part doesn't matter, but it does because I'm fucking bitter. And then later this year, that same government is going to get together and they're going to design a plan, which is completely legal. Like this is legal. Like this like elections do have consequences. They're going to they're going to design these elaborate plans of like whose vote is going to matter. And my vote in my very, um, well, honestly, I don't know. I don't know if my area is considered conservative anymore because there are a lot of folks that I talk to on the Dale here that um, don't agree with what's happening right now. And I don't know if they just tell me that because they know that I'm a gay person and they're trying to like make me feel okay in their presence because that happens a lot i know you all know that but if they are honest about how they feel then i'm pretty sure that this neighborhood at least like in in my neighborhood is almost a precinct at this point now will it be like when when they re when they re uh district i don't know like i don't know how they're going to figure that out because they're going to look at how everybody voted in my neighborhood, which is almost a district, like I said. And they're going to see that it was very, it was 50-50. And so they might look at an area outside of mine, like outside of my neighborhood, and they're going to say, okay, like add a bunch of these houses into this district because they all voted red. And that is how my vote will literally just be eliminated. It won't matter because we live in an electoral 
government, like I, even though this is what I want, and even though the majority of the people around me in my neighborhood want this, like what they will do is they will draw a map that looks red, even though it's not. And it's completely illegal. And they do this. They do this. This is how Republicans hold a minority majority in this country. This is why you talk to anybody and they're like, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm down with all that like cool stuff, like all, like all that progressive stuff. Like it's cool. Like maybe it's a little bit too much, but I'm okay with it. And yet then we have a government, like our federal government, who's like, absolutely not. We're not going to do anything for anyone because that's not what we do. Anyway, back to fucking Texas. They put a a, a law out. Anyway, back to Texas and this latest fucking garbage session that we've had in the legislature. They're still coming for the trans kids, even though years ago they tried this and it failed. North Carolina, maybe South Carolina, I'm not sure. One of those ones, one of the Carolinas tried to, um, well, they actually passed a bill that banned trans kids from using the bathroom that they weren't uh, assigned to as uh, at birth. So whatever, whatever that means. Like if, so if you have a dick when you were born, then you have to use the men's room. And if you have a clit, then you have to use the women's bathroom. Even if you've had your boobs chopped off and you're taking hormones and you literally look like a teenage boy, you have to use a women's room. Now, how is that going to look to somebody who is a, a racist homophobe and thinks that there's pedophiles all over the place? And maybe there is, but... I'm pretty sure it's not as heavy as Fox News would have you believe. So if you were born with a clit, then you have to play women's sports. If you were born with a dick, then you have to play men's sports. No matter like what happens in uh, your journey, your life journey, like this is how it goes. And the thing is, like there are zero cases of this happening because you can't You can't assign, you can't self-assign gender until you're 18. In 18, you already graduated high school. So, I mean, it's just, you know, a dog whistle for the fucking homophobes and the transphobic people who are out there. That's all it is. So let's talk about the, the things that were actually important to Texans during this last year. Uh, we had a power outage where people literally fucking died. There was like 700 people who died during that Texas freeze because the power was fucking off. Like there was no fucking power to be had in Texas. Like very few folks had power. And did that come up? Not at all. Nobody said anything about that. That wasn't even an afterthought. It was just gone. And how about COVID? Like we literally, like last year, everything was shut down because we were in a pandemic. Like we're still in a pandemic, 
but not in this state. This fucking governor, he was like, I don't give a fuck if y'all live or die. Fucking get out there, work, make that money for those people on top. That's what he said. Like your master, he needs that monies. So get the fuck out there and start working. I don't give a fuck if you wear a mask or not. Because ultimately, I don't give a fuck about all of you. Like all I'm trying to do is stay in power and be powerful. And and so now here we are. Now it's 2021, right? The legislators, the Democrats, the very small amount of Democrats that are in this state that do care about you and I said, you know what, this... This, we've put up with a lot of fucking bullshit this, this uh, session, but this whole voting thing, we can't, we can't, we can't get on board with it because it's iconium. It is literally taking away democracy. Like democracy depends on the people voting and this state was like, eh, we don't really want people to vote because we can see, like, when more people vote, like, we're we're not favorable. So the Democrats walked out. And because there is a law here in Texas where there has to be, like, a certain amount of people on the floor to pass amendments and laws and all that kind of bullshit, uh, they didn't have enough. So they didn't get it through. So... That whole thing is, it's still on the table, like, because we still have a fucking shitty fucking governor who is trying to, trying to pull a special session where, um, you know, he, he, he could pull all the legislators together and uh, they, they would only vote on, like, the things that were missed, in in the last session and uh that's already looking like it's gonna fall apart because the thing is like this governor of ours like he thinks he's like super powerful like he thinks he's a monarchy honestly like he he tweeted the other day after all of this came out that he was going to defund their uh salaries the Okay, number one, they're part-time. They make like $300 a week or something. It's like you could make more money Ubering than you do working for the fucking legislator in this state. Like it's a part-time job. Like literally they get together like every two years for like a couple fucking days. Not really, but it is every two years. It's only a, it's only a few weeks. The thing is... Like, that is literally something that, like, a king would do if, or, like, a monarchy would do if they felt like their power was being imposed. They would threaten the people below them, the subjects. And because we don't live in a monarchy, we don't have subjects. What we have is a democracy. We, we have a whole chain. It's a whole chain. There's a whole tree of people and there's always going to be somebody above you and there's always going to be somebody below you and this guy is literally trying to just be 
his own little fucking apple tree or something. I don't, I don't know. His own cactus. I don't know. Like what, what he's trying to be. But does he have the authority? No, because they're equal branches. Like this is a fucking America. Like, like the whole purpose of a legislator in a state is to keep in check the governor. Because governors do have a lot of power. Like, they have a lot of influence. And to keep that in check, you need a whole nother body that's very equal to that, that can put you in check. And so he's saying he's going to defund them. I mean, come on. This is like some straight up a fucking handmaid's tale bullshit. Like, this is just... Like, to the point where, like, other states, especially my family, are, like, roasting me because I live here right now. Because this is, like, really embarrassing for the state. And, like, if you've never left Texas for, like, an extended amount of time, like, you wouldn't know because you're indoctrinated into this bullshit. But this is not how... It runs in other states. Like other states have like autonomy over each body of government. And they pick the majority of the people. Like they uh, listen to the folks who live in the in the state. And they say, okay, like this is what, this is, you know, what I'm hearing. And then they campaign on that kind of shit. We don't have any of that kind of stuff that, at all. Like, we have, I mean, like, think about it. We have John Corn, who is respectable, but he's still trash. Then we have Ted Cruz, who's straight fucking trash. We have Greg Abbott, straight fucking trash. And then just a far-right legislator in this state. Like, I mean, these people are so far-right, it's ridiculous. And I, I know there cannot be that many folks out there in, in, in the wilderness of Texas who are voting for these motherfuckers. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, most of them are uneducated. I know that's very unpopular to say. So they don't vote. Uneducated people don't vote. It, it, it is a statistic. Like, I'm not just making that up. I'm not being, like, you know, you know, anti-class or something here. So how do these people continue to stay in power? That's the real question. Like, the real question is how are they in power? Tell me. Tell me. Find me some statistics and some facts that would keep these people in office for this long, especially Ted Cruz, when not a single human being that I've ever met in all of my life, and not only my life, but like his whole career, I have not met one person. I've, I've been here almost seven years. Not one person. And I have not spent all of my time here in Dallas. Like I've been out and about, okay? How is he empowered still? How is he elected when not one single person that I've ever met likes him or has voted for him? 
And where is Ted Cruz right now? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, he's in fucking Israel because he's going off about how, you know, we're like best friends with them. And I get it. Like, I get Israel's thing. Like, they're like the only democracy in the Middle East. So I get it. But are they even a democracy when Bibi has been running that country for 12 years? And he has, in in the last several years, been unable to create his own government because they don't have a democracy like we do. Like they have a parliamentary uh, government. So it, it runs a little bit different. So, and now, and now, this is the best part. Like last night in the dead of night, like all of these different parties these political parties in Israel got together and they were like, you know what? Let's get Bibi the fuck out of here. And that's where they're at. And Ted Cruz is over there taking fucking photo ops with fucking Bibi. I mean, like, he's just always a day late and a dollar short. And the thing is, like, next year, like, we have the opportunity to get rid of him like, can we please get rid of him? Like, if John Corn stays, which he will, because he's, he's not up for re-election. That was two years ago. And y'all failed me, and he stayed. Uh, four years ago, y'all failed me with fucking Cruz. It should have been fucking Beto. We all know should have been Beto. But Beto might run for governor. And with everything that's going on in this in this state right now, like it's it's a complete fucking disaster. If somebody like Beto was to run for governor, uh, I I I I think he would have a chance, like I do. But I mean, I also said the same thing with uh, his Senate seat, like when he was trying to like overtake Cruz. I really thought he had it in the back, and he did. I, I mean, Cruz won by like 200,000 votes, which is not a lot. This is a big ass state. There's a lot of fucking folks here. So I think it was like 2% or something. Like, don't quote me on that number, but it was really small. It was a very small number, which I took, I, I took offense to that because I worked so hard to get him elected like I knocked on doors I made phone calls I did everything that I could do so if he runs for governor like listen contact me if you want to help if you want to make it better for people here in Texas which I'm trying to do then reach out to me or reach out to him like just do something but if you don't know what to do reach out to me and I will tell you exactly what you need to do and with that, like, I'm already running out of time here, so I got to go. But, uh, yes, yes, Texas is trash under this government, and we need to fix it. So let's, let's do the right thing here. If you don't already follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's P. Sears. I'm both. Uh, I'm not going to give you my TikTok because... I don't post anything there, so there's no reason. I just watch the videos. Uh, that's it. So, until next time, my friends. Bye.